The discussions that take place during this episode may contain topics that are controversial, sensitive, explicit, offensive, and or an inaccurate or outdated representation and or mistreatment of marginalized peoples and or cultures. This content may not be appropriate for everyone. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to entertain. While we always do our best to present factual and researched information, this does not indicate that everything said on the We Watch Disney podcast is factually and or historically accurate. We encourage you, the listener, to engage in your own research as well. Please use discretion when enjoying our show. And now, let's get on with the show. Listening to You're listening to You're listening to You're listening to You're listening to the We Watch Disney Podcast. Did you ever see the spider uh, that eats birds? Yes. That's those are sick. That is he eats birds. How big is the spider? It's big. How small are the birds? <laughs> There's not that probably yeah. like baby birds. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It was like a baby bird had like fallen from the nest right by the door, uh-huh. and he, you know how the like, door doesn't shut all the way, so he like stuck his paw out and grabbed it in, and then <laughs> like a raptor. Uh huh. And he like clawed it in, and then he was like hiding under the chair right here, and it was just like this dead, bloody baby bird, and I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> And we're back! Yeah. Good job, Michael. Thank you. That's right. Oh, that Fuck you. <laughs> I was like, no, you're not! <laughs> Whatever, we're moving on. That's right. So we watch Disney Podcasts, a place where we chronologically review everything through the decades on Disney+. Plus. Let's go around the table. Who do we got here? Toya. Alex. Gelly. Hales. Dan's here, too. Our movie today, I'm so excited. I think all of us have seen it before, right? Before mm-hmm. today? Pocahontas, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not Pocahontas. Like 30 years from now. <laughs> and people probably listen to this I've seen it because like, I feel like everybody's just seen it. But yeah, it's a 1941 animated classic, Dumbo. 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 The Great. I'm so excited. This is, I think, the most I've ever written. Really? Like, that's an awesome. episode. Like, I'm the I wrote... day that Michael and Alex need to leave early. Good. Yeah, you're gonna be here forever. <laughs> I'm gonna keep you here forever. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get started then. I guess Dumbo, the inspirational tale of the courageous baby elephant who, with the help of his clever friend Timothy Q. Mouse, uses his sensational ears to soar to fame. Wow. Considered one of the most emotional films in Disney history, and with good reason, I think, as we all can admit. Mm -hmm. Um, It'll make you laugh, make you cry, make you cringe at some of the depictions in 2022, but it's got everything. (laughs) Based upon a children's story written by Helen Aberson... Helen Aberson Mayer and Harold Pearl. The book was actually first brought to Walt's attention in 1939 by Kay Kamen, the studio's head of merchandising. Um, It was in the form of a roller book that included Dumbo. What's a roller book? It's like um, it's like a little tiny miniature book for like children that like contains multiple stories in it but really just like a couple pictures with like captions underneath it like a rolodex but for books kind of yeah Mm -hmm. and it was for children um that rolodex uh roll book by the way to this day not a single copy of the original can be found really 
really? for sale anywhere. If you anywhere. have it anywhere. Yeah. Somebody's got the original somewhere, I guess. I we don't wonder know. who. Where did they? Where were they produced first? Like, were they in the United States or were they? Um, well, this story is I originated by two people from the United States, I believe. So I think it originated here as well too, but I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Well, I was just wondering because it's like you said, 1939. Yeah, that's so when like, that's when it was brought to Walt's attention. Okay, I was just wondering like if they were not produced in America, then maybe World War II had something to do with the fact that we can't find any. Yeah, it could. Um, but since it was brought to his attention, he immediately saw the potential um, in the heartwarming story and purchased the rights. Originally, it was intended to be a short film, which I can kind of see because it kind of is a short still film. is short. Yeah. It is like the shortest. That was something thing, I right? loved about it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't you know, super long. And it also has like a silly symphony kind of feel to it too. Mm -hmm. There's yes. a lot of music. A lot of There's music. not a lot of dialogue, yeah. and you know, it just oh, there be music. Yeah, there well, also, I feel like the the thing that you're waiting for the whole movie. I didn't realize it didn't happen until the last like ten minutes. Yep. Yeah, like right. I I didn't realize that. Sorry, I guess well we can get it. I didn't either. I no, felt the right. same way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, two years after the rights were purchased by Disney, um, he seemed to kind of put it on the back burner and lost interest in the story. Um, that was until uh, two storymen by the name of Joe Grant and Dick Humor, who worked for Disney, um, decided to persuade Walt on maybe making a movie out of it. Persuade? Persuade. What did I say? Persuade. Persuade, persuade. <laughs> tomato, tomato. How so? Um, they wrote up the film in installments and would routinely place them on Walt's desk every morning. They would even entice him by placing a little teardrop on the cover of their installments, and they wrote, Read no further unless you have a strong character and can take it, because what we're going to tell you, you won't believe. See oh, you tomorrow. Oh my god, the world's first trigger warning. Right? <laughs> <laughs> After a couple days of story reading, Walt finally ran into the story department saying, This is great, what happens next? And so it was written, so it was done. Dumbo's next isn't Walt Disney's next movie. Yay. A decision that Walt, no doubt, did not regret, as he would later go on to say that Dumbo is his second favorite film um, wow. behind next year's hit, Bambi. Really? Because yep. I... Are you serious? This is Bambi above Dumbo? Are you kidding me, Walt? He loved Bambi. And he loved Dumbo. Didn't... Did this change when Mary Poppins came out? He said this years later. On, it, this, really? He said this like in 19... It was on that Disneyland t TV oh. show, so that's like in the 50s. Oh, because I thought he for sure like loved... Um, Mary Poppins. Well, more, but... maybe just animated films that like he animated. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah. You know, they mm -hmm. made something interesting to note. This movie is very short, as we mentioned, even by feature film standards. It's just one hour and three minutes. There's actually a reason for that. Um, Dumbo is a very tightly budgeted, scripted, and produced film because Walt needed it to bring in a much-needed revenue after the failures of Pinocchio and Fantasia. Really? Yeah. Pinocchio was a failure? Over At the course time, of time, yeah. over the oh. years, it became a success. But initially, it didn't bring in the money that they thought it was going to bring. we talk about that? I feel like I... We briefly talked about that, yeah. Wow. So an easy I mean, way to... I understand Fantasia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, those also were costly films to make as well, yeah. too. I can only imagine. I feel like Fantasia, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So what's an easy way to make money on a film? Well, you don't spend a lot of money to make it. Um, and you put pressure on your staff, what's left them anyway, because there's a strike going on. And they also used some of the stuff from Dumbo in the movie that we watched last, The Reluctant Dragon. Yeah. Like, yeah. showing yeah, yeah. them do Kisa yeah. Jr. voice. Yeah. yeah. In the end... All aboard. 
In the end, the final cost to make Dumbo was only $813,000. Oh, I thought you were going to say $813. That would be very impressive. Making it Disney's least expensive film of all, uh, animated film of all time. Um, but it grossed $2.5 in its original mm. release, so it did make a much-needed profit back. Wonderful. Yeah, and in a lot of ways kind of saved the studio going forward and put some revenue in them. How to much did you say it cost? It cost $813,000. But then what did they make? $2.5 billion. Oh, billion? Billion? Uh, million, I'm sorry, million. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, wow. That would be impressive. <clears throat> mm-hmm. The easy nature of the film would prove to be beneficial for Walt and the crew, who were almost excited and happy to flesh out the story right from the very beginning. Walt would even say, Dumbo was the most spontaneous thing we've ever done. It started with a little idea, and we kept working on it. We kept adding, and before we knew it, it, we had a feature. Mm -hmm. A feature of 62 minutes. Uh, The animators themselves even asked, you know, shouldn't we try to add 10 more minutes on this thing to make it, you know, a little longer? And Walt said no. Uh, that other 10 minutes is liable to cost another half million dollars. Okay. So they were on their budget. They were sticking to it. It's 63 minutes and staying 63 minutes. You said 62. Yeah. I, on Disney Plus, it's 63. I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. credit-wise. But 62, 63, whatever. It would just, take a minute. I'm just pointing out yeah, your I think inconsistencies. With the credits. I thought on Disney Plus it's 64. Yes, yeah, it's 64. Yeah, it's in that one it's hour like, and five-minute yeah, range. Yeah, right. Give or take a couple minutes. I just, I'm just saying, you just keep saying different things. Yeah, whatever. Um, How did the critics receive it? Probably pretty well with that amount of money that they made. Um, As mentioned, it would be Disney's most successful film of the 1940s, which is saying something because it's only 1941 here, so there's nine more years of movies that they're going to do, and they don't touch Dumbo. Um, Some of that's the war, though. Well, I was going to say that (laughs) it's also impressive considering World War II is still going on and the United States is just getting ready to enter into the war as well. So that hurts their numbers uh, globally. Tons of praise across the board, with Variety calling it a pleasant story, plenty of pathos mixed in with a large dose of humor, a number of appealing new animal characters, lots of good music, and the usual Disney skillfulness in technique and drawing and use of color. That use of color we would see later on in the film changes whenever they feel like it because some animals, their outfits just change willy-nilly. Oh, yeah, and it was so annoying to me. <laughs> well, at one point, Dumbo's eyes changed color. Yep. But Michael said it might have just been like his pupils were But not, not quite sure. Uh, but I was like, that's not Dumbo when he was hiding in the hay. And I was like, what do you mean? So we went back like and we're like, His oh. eyes are black. Those, he, Dumbo has blue eyes. You know I was probably black. Are, yeah. His eyes are fully black. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I was like, hey, hey. <laughs> More praise in December 1941, Time Magazine planned on having Dumbo on the cover of their magazine. They were going to label him Mammal of the Year to commemorate its success. However, did not come to fruition because it was dropped due to the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor, which is a little more noteworthy, I would say, than Dumbo having a successful box office. I guess. I guess. Yeah. But they would make <laughs> it up. Do you want to celebrate something happy? Yeah. They would make it up to Dumbo um, on the last issue of December. Um, they would include him and they would just say that uh, they patriotically uh, said that the advent of war made him more uh, than ever a superb expression of the democratic way of life. He could only have happened here. Dumbo? Yeah. Self-made American dream kind of situation, I guess. so. I guess. trying to turn like, Dumbo into some kind of American propaganda. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> He's a fucking clown, but all right. Yeah, Dumbo shows if you get shit on enough in this country, you can make it. You yeah. can fly. Yeah. Maybe we should ask a lot of different people that. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but... Awards-wise, at the 14th Academy Awards, it won Best Scoring of a Musical Picture, and Baby Mine was nominated but did not win Best Original Song. I know. I cried the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Most of the reviews at the time really touched on the emotional aspect of the film, which resonated with audiences, and I would say it probably still does all these years later, as Alex can attest to over there. I'm really tearing um, up. It's, <laughs> it's a classic mother-child kind of bond. Yeah, you know? and we'll, we'll get more into Dumbo himself later, but like he really is kind of like a perfect protagonist. Like He's innocent, he's kind, he's gentle, he's very likable. Like It's kind of hard to come up with a reason not to like Dumbo, other than if you just like hate children i guess if you hate happiness yeah <laughs> you hate adorable things <laughs> last on the ratings uh today's ratings rotten tomato has a certified fresh rating of 98 percent among critics and only 70 percent among audiences i imagine that might be due to some of the controversy that comes with the yeah, film that maybe weigh that more. down yeah i was gonna say what gave it a bad rating but yeah well sense. speaking of controversy boy does this film have plenty of that um while it does have a loving story it's only fair to mention that it has some of Disney's most uh, notable examples of uh, racial stereotyping of minorities, um, specifically black people. Uh, for example, all the circus laborers are depicted as African-Americans, the only ones seen in the entire movie, really. Um, and the song that they sing while constructing the circus, Song of the Roughabouts, contains a good deal of rough, rough, very rough lyrics. I don't know if you well, guys watched it. I really it. didn't catch on to that, to be honest with you. Have you the subtitles thought, on? Did you guys have no. the subtitles yes. on? You put those okay. subtitles on, you'll tell, see what <laughs> I'm talking so about. So, as a kid, that. this never, obviously, but like, I w we were watching the lyrics and I was like, oh! I know. Oh my! I know. There's what one the towards the end that's really... It's so mm. bad. I just remember they said they were working for bacon and eggs. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. And you're like, oh, true, I like bacon and eggs. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Oh, yeah, you I don't. don't. Yeah, you don't even <laughs> like She likes vegan eggs. <laughs> she likes vegan sausage and only vegan eggs. <laughs> only in Disney. <laughs> yeah, only in Disney. Additionally, uh, the group of crows that we meet towards the end of the film has a long reputation as a negative uh, African-American stereotype. The lead crow is actually voiced by a white actor, Cliff Edwards, doing an imitation of a Southern African-American for starters. Really? That sucks. Yep. The lead right. crow, his name is also uh, Jim. Oh. As in oh, Jim wow. Crow. I didn't oh, know that geez. until today. And he, was, he and I were talking about it. Do they say it. that at all in the they, movie, that they, that's his name? They do call him Jim in the movie, yeah. And uh, the mannerisms of the other crows have often been considered racist as well with the way that they like, yeah. carry themselves. Um, it's also, it, I, it's fair to mention, some have defended the crows in the movie as well, citing that they are in fact one of the very few characters in the film who sympathize with Dumbo. Yeah. And that doesn't make it not racist. It doesn't, yeah. well, you can, you can be both. You can, like, you can portray people in a not so favorable light while also having them you know, but it doesn't, Not like, cancel it out, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Um, yeah, just because they weren't the villain doesn't mean... Yeah. Yeah. Whoopi, it was rough. It was a rough time. Whoopi Goldberg herself even expressed a desire for the Crow characters to be merchandised by Disney, uh, giving the reason that because the Crows sing the song in Dumbo that everybody remembers the most, which, debatable. I, I wouldn't... Think oh, no. twice about that. You think song. that's the most what? popular song? I think the one the mommy sings. I think Baby Mine oh, might be. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh well, for me, um, I mean, I'm not gonna sing it because <laughs> please don't. Yeah, but like, <laughs> no, not because song, singing wise. No, I'm I just saying. No, I know, I know. No, yeah, but like that, um, that song plays in my head literally all day long. It's really? like, all right, I like, I like hear music in my head literally all day, and that's one of that's like I have a few songs that are like always in my head, and that's one of them. Did, I don't know why Disney has. Yeah, I I know specifically um, the Dapper Dance. They do sing when I see an elephant fly, but I'll just say they sing it in a more acceptable way. To you mean sing in it. a less um, racially insensitive? Yes. Yes. Yes, they do. Well, 
It's regardless, it's pretty clear after the movie comes out years later, Disney has distanced himself from the Crows as when they make the remake in 2019, um, their presence, along with Timothy Q. Mouse for that matter, were not even yeah. included in the film at all. Why is he Mouse? I know. What does Q stand for? Quentin? Is it Quentin? I'll look it up real quick. I well, love hang him. On. I know. Yeah. To answer your question, Victoria, <laughs> uh, Q doesn't stand for anything. They never, they never defined it. What is it's that? just Timothy Q. Mouse. Uh, by the way, that remake in 2019 is incredibly forgettable. I don't know if anyone else here has seen it besides... Uh, she liked it. Oh, I saw it. The really? live action one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw well, it. It's very different. It's it, dark. It is very yeah. different. I know, but... Because I was of who made it. expecting it would be... Was it Burton? Yeah. Oh, it was Burton. It was a Burton film. It was made to be dark. It was really like long. It. I could see why people didn't like it because it was very far from the original. Mm-hmm. The only thing I remember about it is Danny DeVito was a ringmaster. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was, so that was the highlight of the movie. Danny DeVito, I love your work! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sad that um, Timothy wasn't in the remake. Mm. But. Well, Dumbo, on the other hand, does make a few appearances in other Disney films, aside from the two Dumbo movies that Disney has made. Um, he has cameo appearances in Lilo and Stitch. Mm-hmm. He, he You got one for me? Roger Rabbit. Who? Is Dumbo, is Dumbo yeah. in it? Oh, see, because I know the crows are in Roger Rabbit. Dumbo's in Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay, well, he's in that They state. throw peanuts at him out the window. That's right. Okay. On the studio lot. Um, he's, in, he's in Lilo and Stitch. He's a toy on uh, Lilo's shelf in her room. The Grace Ma- uh, Great Mouse Detective, he's in that as well, blowing bubbles, <gasps> I think, at one point. Movie. Are we going to be up to that movie soon? Not for a while? Because I love that movie, movie and I feel like it's so old. I think anyway, it might be a little far away. I think yeah. it's like 50s or 60s. I have like that a dis- might be my favorite. I have a memory of Alex in my head <laughs> going, Radigan. <laughs> Radigan. <laughs> yeah, Radigan. Like, I, I just love it. It's just so good. I've still never seen it. I, I like fell I asleep when it. she tried to show it to me. Mm-hmm. And more recently, uh, Frozen 2. She never saw When uh, the kids are playing, when Elsa and I are playing as kids. <laughs> okay. Oh, as kids? Yeah, when their kids are playing with uh, different snow toys, one of them is Dumbo. Oh, really? And I, I think uh, Baymax maybe is another one? I, I, like I know Baymax. Baymax is one, actually. Oh, no. I'm trying I to remember it. Right. My <laughs> Speaking <laughs> to the microphone while you eat that cookie. <laughs> and finally, uh, how about Dumbo's representation in the parks? Uh, most notable one, I think, is uh, Dumbo the Flying Elephant Ride, which is in basically every single Disney park, I think. Yeah. Um, you board your own Dumbo, and it flies up and down in a circle. We... Uh, opening day ride for both Disney World and Disneyland. Casey Jr.'s Circus Train is both in Disneyland and Disneyland Paris. It's another ride. It's like a miniature children's railroad that just kind of takes you around. It even has... Um, that gag that I think I can, I think uh, I can, yeah. I can. Mm-hmm. that's part of the ride as well. And there's the Casey Jr. splash pad. Mm-hmm. Very good. That's part oh, of the sorry. new... Fa- no, go ahead. I didn't know if you were getting to it or I'm, not. I'm always getting to it. You know me. <laughs> um, the new Fantasyland Disney World has a storybook circus section. It's got the Dumbo ride, Casey Jr.'s uh, splash and soak station, and Big Top Souvenirs. Which is my favorite, well, used to be. I my know. favorite souvenir shop in the United States. Are they ever going to open it? It's open. It's just oh. terrible now. Oh, is it? I thought they didn't open it. No, they turned it like into like a a sitting area. They used to have like really good treats in there, and now it's just kind of like the generic stuff. Yeah. Also, in that land, if you look down at the ground, there's little peanut shells. Yes, there are. It's Mm -hmm. so cute. Yeah. And finally, he's made uh, very rare appearances as a walk-around character for guests to meet as well. What? It's really <laughs> weird looking. His his uh, his front. What do you call those feet? I guess. I don't, yeah. I don't think it's specific. 
they're like up in the air and he's walking around on two legs. Oh no, it's no, really no, no, weird no. looking. They should just have him as a drone flying around. That would be. <laughs> Maybe awesome. they just have two yeah, people in the outfit. Like, get a load of this. Oh, that's cute. It is cute looking. It's just oddly. Uh, no, that is so cute. That is I, I actually weird. think it looks like Dumbo a lot. I hate it. It's so cute. I hate it. The ears so need to be bigger. <laughs> yeah, the ears definitely need to be bigger. He looks like Humpty Dumpty turned Look into it. a fucking elephant. Look at the That's legs. That's so cute. I feel like the outfit's very accurate, too. Yeah. <sighs> Imagine just seeing this waddling across <laughs> the <water>. <laughs> No. <laughs> and then, it looks like Horton. <laughs> yeah, it does oh, look like God. Horton. Yeah. Um, and then just finally, oh. it's uh, Dumbo <laughs> has... You got more there? No, I'm just sorry. There's a person who can see how short. Yeah. He really is. Maybe they're sitting in the costume. That would be cool. Mm. All right. Let's get into this one. Dumbo. It's a three-ring circus bursting with fun is the tagline. Released to a New York City premiere on October 23rd, 1941, and to the rest of the world on Halloween, October 31st, 1941. It's like the night circus. Ooh. Rated G and has a runtime on Disney Plus of one hour, Three minutes and 59 seconds. So that's where the confusion comes in. Oh, okay. Directed by Ben Sharpstein with the help of sequences by Norman Ferguson, Wilfred Jackson, Bill Roberts, Jack Kinney, and Samuel Armstrong. Story by Joe Grant and Dick Humor. Starring Edward Brophy, Verna Felton, Cliff Edwards, Herman Bing, Sterling Holloway, Margaret Wright, and the Hall Johnson Choir. Ooh. Um, and guess who they are. <laughs> the Crows? Yeah. Before we open up, we get the dreaded uh, Disney Plus disclaimer warning about negative depictions and or mistreatments of people of cultures, and as we discussed, no surprise there. Cue the overture and the opening credits. Fun credits here to start the film. You get the production cards displayed with uh, different circus themes like clowns and animals and strongmen. Fucking clowns. Mm-hmm. Do these clowns scare you? No. They're a little creepy looking. They're a little weird, but like, no, they don't okay. scare me. Okay. I did just watch, too, you know, Bailey Sarian. Yeah. Plugging her really quick. Um, her YouTube channel's great. The Murder Mystery Makeup yeah. Monday Girl. She also does a podcast called Dark History, Dark History, I think. And she just recently did one on clowns and, like, the origin of the common, like, the modern-day clown look. And I thought it was pretty interesting, actually, because, um, like, original clowns did not have, like, the white makeup with the red nose and, like, the outfit and everything. Mm. And that was, like started by like literally one person and the whole like sad clown situation was literally just from this like alcoholic clown like a real guy and it was so sad and i was listening to this on my drive to work one day and i was just like this is awful i fight i feel bad now because i'm terrified of clowns yeah. so i'm like yeah. man i'm not so scared anymore oh they're just misunderstood yeah <laughs> <laughs> we open up with a thunderstorm in where else florida uh, our narrator sets the tone through the snow and the sleet and the hail, through the blizzard, through the gales, through the wind, and through the rain, over the mountain, over plain, through the blinding lightning flash, and the mighty thunder crash. Ever faithful, ever true, nothing stops him, they'll get through. Oh, I thought you were going to say choo-choo. Choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if the narrator sounded familiar, that's because it's John McLeish, who worked at Disney and was the narrator for all the Goofy shorts. So we heard him actually on the Reluctant Dragon one because he was doing that as well. Right. There's a lot of familiar voices in this. Oh, yes, there are, and I'll get to that. The introduction brings us to our first song, Look Out for Mr. Stork, 
Um, we see a bunch of storks traveling through the sky, preparing to deliver a whole bunch of babies to some mamas. Little babies. Little babies. They all got the same birthday. Mm-hmm. Yep. How convenient is that? Uh, <laughs> they swoop down on Florida and make their way to a traveling circus. Numerous animals receive their babies, including two cubs for a mama bear, a roo for a kanga, a baby hippo for a mama hippo, a bunch of tiger cubs for a pair of happy parents, and a baby giraffe for a mama giraffe. There's a lot of single mamas on this circus. Uh, yeah, can I just ask the tigers... Were, there was no male tiger. There was just two female tigers. Did you notice? How do you, How do you know, know there were two female tigers? Oh, yeah. They, I thought they it, they I don't look it was a mom and dad. I think dad. it was a mom and dad. Oh. Yeah, I thought it was supposed to be a mom and dad. Same thing with the giraffes. There was only, I thought there was only one giraffe. Maybe, oh, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Kangaroo you know is one. Yeah. I'm mixing my tigers up with lions. Yeah, oh, all with the mane. Yeah, yeah, tigers you really can't tell unless you have peek. Look under them. Yeah. <laughs> Take a peek, lift it up. I don't think they drew that. An eager elephant watches all these babies come down from the sky, but ends up sad when none of them are for her. I feel her, Mrs. Jumbo. I feel so bad. It was so sad watching her be upset. I know. And all the other elephants suck. I know. The next morning, Casey Jr., the train that transports the traveling circus from location to location, is being loaded up with animals preparing for departure. All the animals with their new babies climb on in before K- Casey Jr. calls out, All aboard, let's go. <laughs> oh, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That didn't sound like I thought like someone it. was going to do it and nobody did. Well, so I decided not, to well do we it. don't have that cool thing. Yeah, we yeah it's so hard thing to do. You yeah. put it on your, yeah. on your neck. All aboard, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Our so next... we just sound creepy. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is our next song. It's uh, Casey Jr. Casey Jr. Yeah. I don't know the words. I just see Junior coming down the track. Coming down. So the did track. you notice Where's before they even that? got to him going, when he took off, he went backwards first, yeah. sprung, and it spanked his ass, and he went. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we don't keep shame here. Seen <laughs> a little encouragement, you know. Um, we also see the name of the circus, um, which is WDP Circus, stands for Walt Disney Productions. Very good circus. <laughs> well, you said WDP, so, there so you go. we we know what circus means. Yep. We then see another stork who appears to be very elderly, and by the looks of it, is ready for retirement. Yeah. <laughs> he is late. He is very late with his delivery. Um, is from, he the voice of the white rabbit? Um, I have it written here. Uh, no, it looked like he was the voice no, of the poo. No, no, but yeah. someone else. Well, I'm just laughing because the white rabbit was always late. late. But no, I know I didn't think he was actually the voice. M- Mr. Stork here is a voice by Sterling Holloway, which um, has a he has a long career with Disney doing numerous roles. Um, after this, this kicks it off. But after this, he would have uh, he would voice Adult Flower and Bambi, mm-hmm. um, the Cheshire Cat. Mm-hmm. In Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Ka in Jungle Book. Is he from? Oh, wow. I love but the wasn't Ka also Pooh? Is he from Twelve Angry Men? I don't know about that. Um, but his most famous role is the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Thank you. <laughs> I was, I was, I was like, Can you look up to see if that guy also did was in Twelve Angry Men, please? Mm-hmm. He was juror number two. Yeah, oh, that's um have you seen the movie? No. Oh well, they're Is all. The one? They none of them really have names. They're just a bu- uh, they're just a jury of men in a in a room, and they're on a on a murder trial. And is he the one holding it up? Like he's the one. No, he's oh. um the little guy with the glasses. Mm. Okay. Um, he's not the one who like he. Uh, 
whatever. We'll okay. just watch it. But he's in there, and well, he's a prominent character, because they all speak. And he's done a number of voices for Disney, as we said, and he would be honored as a Disney legend in 1991 and was the first person to receive the award in the voice category. Good for you, Starling. So he spots the train from up high in the sky and takes off with his delivery. The aerial view shows, um, <clears throat> it looks like a, like a regular map that you would have. Um, and it's got words going across each state saying Florida, Mississippi... Alabama and whatnot. Um, but one of them is labeled Kentucky. And Kentucky. That's Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> they got their states wrong. Oopsie. Oh, no. Why did it take place in Florida? Because Disney World wasn't even... Nope. No, they just picked Florida. Well, it yeah. did say, like, winter, like, headquarters or whatever. So, like, I think they go down south. They probably just travel the eastern seaboard. So, like, in the winter, they go to Florida, and then Cause if in the you summer, remember, they go up north. They weren't in the middle of Florida, like, where Orlando <laughs> yeah. is. They were, like, kind of towards, like, Miami. Yeah, yeah. Well, down towards I, the tip. yeah, now that you say that, that makes sense. Because when I was watching, I was like, oh, it makes sense, because that's where Disney World is. But wait, we're, like, 30 years behind. It's not even yeah. a thought yet, I don't yeah. think. Uh, Mr. Stork makes his way to Casey Jr. and stumbles along looking for Mrs. Jumbo. Mrs. Jumbo is our elephant from the night before, who was sad to have missed out on a baby. All the elephants call out to Mr. Stork and direct him to Mrs. Jumbo. Mrs. Jumbo is voiced by Verna Felton, who also doubles as the voice of the uh, elephant matriarch, the one who kind of leads them all. Oh, uh, yeah? The... Are you talking about the right elephant? Because I thought that was like the head elephant, not Mrs. Jumbo. They're, it, the same person does both their voices. Like the mean elephant and mm-hmm. Mrs. Jumbo? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mrs. Jumbo doesn't have a lot of lines, though. No. She has one line. You know what it, it is? It's just the name of Dumbo. It's just Dumbo. That's her one line. Um, but Verna no, Felton... Dumbo. Jumbo Jr. Oh, Jumbo Jr. That's right. Yeah. Um, Verna Felton uh, also kicks off her Disney career. She does a lot of voices for Disney as well. Um, she voices the fairy godmother in Cinderella, the queen of hearts in Alice in Wonderland. Off with her Aunt Sarah in Lady and the Tramp, Flora and Queen Leah in uh, Sleeping Beauty, and finally Mrs. Hathi in The Jungle Book. Yeah, Winifred, Mrs. Hathi in The Jungle Book, okay. which is actually her final role. Um, it was released after her death Aww, in 1967. So sad. She passed away in 1966, um, one day before Walt Disney passed away, actually, believe it or not. Oh, wow. And for some weird reason, even though she's done a ton of voices for Disney, um, she's not a Disney legend. Because she's a woman. <laughs> there are plenty of women who, women who are Disney legends, but I'm just, saying. I'm just saying it's overdue. Mr. Stork goes through the whole spiel and gifts uh, Mrs. Jumbo with an adorable baby boy elephant. The baby's name is Jumbo Jr., and Mr. Stork sings happy birthday to Dumbo Jr. before exiting. Yeah, he does a lot of whole... He's like, this is still part of the package. No one else got it. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too. Maybe because he was late. Mm-hmm. Maybe. That's why he's so late. <laughs> Probably he's, is. I mean, he's carrying one. an elephant, too, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you would think with all those years in the service, you would, uh... Mm-hmm. With all those years in the service, they give her, give him a lighter baby. I know. That's <laughs> what the book is. All the elephants fawn over the new addition to their crew, including Mrs. Jumbo, who instantly falls in love with her baby. Um, all the elephants continue to fawn over Jumbo Jr. until he sneezes, causing a gigantic pair of ears uh, to Just sprout out from right out. It's not his fault he's an African elephant, okay? Oh my god, have you ever seen such big ears? They were so cute. The judgmental bitchy group of elephants <laughs> gasp in horror. Is that really where your notes are going? 
would say. The judgmental bitchy. Oh, God. He really did write that in his notes. I like that. Uh, They gasp in horror at the baby, and one of them even grabs his ears, making fun of them. That's so mean. Mrs. Jumbo. The the one who grabs uh, his ears sounds... It's not, but it sounds a lot like Minnie Mouse. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to ask that. It's not. As far as I know, maybe it is, but I didn't see that. Uh, Mrs. Jumbo, the protective good mother that she is, smacks away She's like, Whack! with her uh, with her trunk and guards her newborn baby. Which, like, is understandable. Yeah, you like, don't... back off, bitches. I like, know. come on. Like, my God. And they're yeah, all like, but I think Whoa. the one wasn't really, like, meaning, like, to be mean. It doesn't like, matter. You don't make comments about someone else's baby. Why not? Because if they're it's, a newborn, it's terrible. Like, you just don't You do just that. don't. If you want to think, oh, God. I thought she was being lighthearted about it, but then the other ones were, like, mean. Well, she, like, touched his ear, and I think that's, like, it's like, you don't touch the baby. Especially a newborn like that. Like, RSV season. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Jesus. As the elephants continue to discuss the newborn, one of them comes up with the hilarious nickname of Dumbo instead of... That was mean. Yeah. It's just a baby. It's just a baby. (laughs) Like, I don't understand why Dumbo stuck, because it was, like, a mean name. Even the nice people were calling him Dumbo. Well, he, like, reclaimed it and owned it and turned it into something positive. Okay, good. (laughs) Mrs. Jumbo's had enough. Uh, she closes the door on all the other elephants. She's like, elephants. fuck all you assholes. Oh, and what did they call her? Didn't they, like, call her a skank or something? Oh, my God. <laughs> they called her a thought? <laughs> really? No, I mean, like, really? they really did. They said something They said something her. that implied that, that she was, like, a whore. <laughs> and I was like, what? You whore. Yeah. I was like, what? They were basically talking crap about, like, her... Yeah. response but like what did you expect her to do you're messing with her baby I know and we never see Mr. she wasn't Jumbo. acting like a lady they're all, no they're all oh ladies. yes I think that's what they said I think that's what it yeah, is yeah they said she wasn't acting ladylike, ladylike. yeah mm-hmm. Uh, so she gets some privacy with uh, Dumbo, and she tucks him in with his own ears and was so caresses cute. him. She swaddles him. <laughs> Alice is really gonna like cry. It's Dumbo, by the way, is uh, the first and only protagonist in a Disney anime feature to have no spoken dialogue whatsoever. Well, he's just a baby. No lines. Baby. He does squeal at some points, yeah, I think, but that's it. He hiccups a lot. Yes. <laughs> Casey Jr. travels all through the night, through the mountains, up the mountains, and down the mountains. We get uh, I thought I could. A little reference could. to the little engine that could. Yeah. Is that Disney related at all? No. I didn't think so. No. But yeah, as he's going up the mountain, he says over and over again, I think I can, I think I can. And I then thought then, I did, I thought I did. I didn't think he was yeah. going to do it. <laughs> I thought I did. <laughs> you thought he was just going to fly backwards? Yeah. <laughs> Kill the whole train I personally train didn't animals. think we needed the, I thought I could, or whatever I he was saying. I, like, I yeah. thought I did. Bro, I we, I we did. see it with our eyes. Thanks for the obvious. encouragement, okay? Move on. <laughs> Finally, the train slows down and comes to a halt for the night in their next location. And here is where we get our next song, Song of the Rustabouts. Which, like, why they made them set it all up in the rain is beyond me. You could have just waited till the next morning. Some yeah. of the animals helped out. Yeah, all the elephants were helping. Yeah, yeah the lyrics are uh, not very favorable. They're pretty bad. Uh, racist comparison to a certain animal. Mm-hmm. Um, their work. Then we gotta look them up. Yeah, the, I, their work is described as uh, slaving away. What's the name of that song? Do you know? Song of the Rustabouts. Uh, terms like boss man and stuff like that. Just not good. Not good. The next morning, the circus parades around the streets of uh, wherever we are. I don't think they ever really specify where they're going next. Um, the band plays, and all the animals are shown in their cages as crowds cheer. Um, I like the gorilla who, in his like anger and rage, he breaks off part of the cage. And, and then, then puts it back. Yeah, and just carefully places it back. You 
Are the people like screaming in terror when he breaks it? Is that what I hear in the background? I don't know. Maybe. Awesome. Yeah. Because it sounds like they're screaming in terror. Then when he puts it back, they all oh, okay. go silent. <laughs> uh, as the elephants march in a line holding each other's tails, um, the crowd begins to laugh when they see Dumbo's ears. So mean. Uh, this distracts him to where uh, when he tries to run and catch up to the other elephants, uh, he trips over his ears. And falls into a puddle of mud in front of everybody. Poor baby. It was devastating. I wanted to hang myself. It was so sad I couldn't watch. No, it was just too much for me. It's only going to get better. <laughs> uh, this is Jumbo gives Dumbo a bath as he uh, adorably splashes around with it. There's a very cute scene here with uh, so Mrs. Jumbo playing so with Dumbo and bonding. Yeah. Outside the tent, however, crowds are starting to enter the circus for tonight's show. Uh, a bunch of funny-looking boys gather. One of them looks like Lampwick or oh, whatever yeah. the fuck. Yes! yes. Yeah. Um, they I was st- trying to figure out who that kid reminded me of, and yeah. that too. They start poking fun at Dumbo and laughing at his ears. Um, his name, the, the kid's name is uh, Smitty, by the way. Yeah. Which oh, is, like, not much better than Lampwick, I feel no. like. No. But he has big he ears, had too. big ears, too. I mean, the gall of this kid making fun I of Dumbo. I know, I know. He also has um, Sid. His... He also looks like, um... Fargus or from um, from Christmas, Christmas story. story. Yeah. Oh, I hate that kid. Also, he's right? a ginger, Alex. I don't know how you feel about that. I know. I'm only gonna say it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know he was on my shit list immediately. Sorry to all the gingers or, or our <laughs> listeners out there. We have a high listening rate in like Ireland and Scotland, but it's okay. Oh, Thanks yeah. for being here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh damn! <laughs> damn, Daniel. It's your fault, Dan. I know. That's damn exactly, it, Dan. That's supposed to be a theme today. <laughs> uh, Dumbo, naive as he is, doesn't realize he's being made fun of, so he happily waves his ears back at the boys. Yo, oh my god, god, I gotta go. I can't take it. This is emotionally peeling away at me like the onion that you use in your tea. I just. And everyone listening is going to be like, she puts onion in her <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Yes, it worked. Okay, my throat feels better today. I did it for you. <laughs> Mrs. Jumbo, um, not wanting her son to be made a joke of, picks him up and carries him away to safety. Um, the boys continue. But they were like touching him. They were grabbing yeah. him and, and I'm pulling like, him back out. How did you out? get past? And like, why are the, why are, why is yeah, no right. one? You also, can't touch the animals. Yeah. How could a, a kid start pulling on an elephant? Even also, a baby elephant. Come on. Yeah, they're, they're. Ginormous. Yeah. <laughs> also, of like all the of all the animals to pick on. I mean, tiger, sure, but like an elephant, you don't you don't yeah. fuck with elephants because no. they're huge. Um, and Mrs. Jumbo's had enough. She angrily starts grabbing the boys with her trunk and spanks lamp. Uh, spanks them. Them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Smitty. Smitty. Yeah. He deserves every second of that. He did. He was a little shit. Yeah. They all run away in horror as the ringmaster hears the commotion and sees that Mrs. Jumbo is wild and out of control. And how do you control an elephant that's wild and out of control? Uh, you, you whip her in the face, and obviously. Then, and then you tie her down and yeah. take her baby away. That makes things better. Calm down. Yeah, they say telling her to calm down. Like, bitch, you just took... Ugh. Did you notice her eyes turned red? Yeah. Yeah, they did turn red. She got right. mad. Yeah, she was and pissed. As Dan said, this is, explains why <laughs> that elephant like stomped oh, on that woman's you're, grave. Do you hear that I story? There, there's a story. I think I think it was in India where like um, an elephant. She, an elephant made its way to the funeral of her handler. And apparently the handler was like rough with the elephant all the time, like whipped the elephant this and that, and the elephant. Like stomped all over the <laughs> casket, 
Elephants, elephants <laughs> never forget. Twice. They twice. never forget. As, so. as in, it happened another day. Again. <laughs> oh, like, it wasn't just an accident. No. No. Time. no this elephant was her. like, fuck you. I'm gonna get you, and bitch. I will dance on your grave. Like, that is literally what happened. Yeah. Oh, my Wow. God. I looked that up. I guess that's how I know you're a shitty person. Yeah. yeah. If, if your animal doesn't like you, yeah. then... Mm-hmm. They all throw ropes uh, over Mrs. Jumbo and pull Dumbo away from her, which only angers her even more. Um, they lock her feet up in chains, and in a rage, Mrs. Jumbo fights all the workers and even dunks the ringmaster in a tub of water. But eventually they'll win the battle. Um, Mrs. Jumbo is chained up inside a train cart that is marked with signs labeled Dangerous, uh, Danger and Mad Elephant. And yeah, so- like, what are they going to do with her? Just keep her there forever? Yeah, That's she was all in solitary doing. confinement. Yep. Inside the cart, we see a sad Mrs. Jumbo accepting her fate while Dumbo cries in his empty pen without his mama. Mm-hmm. Nearby, all the other elephants are gossiping together. You would about- think one of them or all of them would like take him in. Yeah, be like, oh my god, I know. Like, we'll watch you. Don't worry. You're part of our pack because elephants are matriarchal and pack animals. So you would think that they would just like absorb the baby. No. No. They're, they, ears. they come to the conclusion that even though it was an act of mother's love, it's still no excuse for mm-hmm. not acting like a lady. They even go as far as bl- not blaming her, but Fuck. blaming that F-R-E-A-K. Poor Dumbo. I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's like for real crying. It's oh so my sad. God. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. It doesn't happen. It's just a story. It just makes me feel bad. We should have brought tissues for this podcast. Uh, Anything that's like sad animals or old people or kids, I just want to fucking kill myself. It's so sad. I can't handle it. I'm not suicidal, by the way. I just have a lot of feelings. (laughs) (laughs) I just have a lot of feelings. I'm just a sensitive person. I'm empathetic. Yeah. Our next character introduced is uh, Timothy Q. Mouse. Um, okay. <laughs> it just occurred to me, I don't think his name is ever said in the movie. No, so if you watch this movie when it premiered, you would have no idea what this mouse's name is. He was just the mouse. Written, no, you see it written down. On the contract. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. On the newspaper or whatever. All the way at the end? Of the, oh, it's wow. The end. So you went the yeah. whole movie not yep. knowing his name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, the mouse is voiced by Edward Brophy, who would frequently play dumb cops and gangsters in movies during this time, oh, which I can kind of hear because he sounds like, uh... He has a very, like, Italian, mm-hmm. uh, New York accent. Yeah, you, you pointed out Bugs Bunny. Which oh, I yeah, he is... sounded like Bugs Bunny to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. What's up, Doc? <laughs> I see that. Kinda, yeah. yeah. Timothy overhears the gossiping elephants and how they're talking about Dumbo, but he doesn't see any problem with his ears, unlike everyone else. Uh, Dumbo even tries to include himself with all the elephant, uh, elephants, and they go out of his way, their way to like block him and not let him with into the circle. With their big ass butts. No, like he wants hay. He wants to eat. He's hungry. He's a baby. Like, ugh. abuse. Timothy feels bad for Dumbo as he walks away, and as retaliation, he walks into the center of the circle, and elephants supposedly are afraid of mice. I love yeah, that. That's like a thing. I think. Um, I think they actually are, right? And bees too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they all. Oh, yes. They all, uh, (laughs) (laughs) they all run away and scream in horror from Timothy. Uh, Timothy then turns his attention to Dumbo, who is hiding inside a sack of hay. Um, he offers his friendship, which Dumbo is reluctant at first. Um, who can blame him? Who can blame him? But he wins over Dumbo's affection by tossing the idea out there that they could potentially get his mother out of the cage, which 
he never really tries to do that, so he's kind of <laughs> lying. He never really tries to free Mrs. Jumbo, but whatever. He's at least being nice to him, and unlike everybody else. Yeah. It's the best we got. It was a long-term plan. It panned out. He's got a plan. Uh, Timothy tells Dumbo that his mother, his mom isn't crazy, just brokenhearted, and it's not his fault that he has those big ears, and he thinks they're beautiful. He also says a he lot... He didn't of, sound super sincere with that part, but we'll let it go. He also <laughs> says a lot of people with big ears are famous, which apparently in 1941, audiences took that as a reference to uh, Clark Gable from uh, Gone <laughs> oh, with the Wind. Oh, yeah, I know who that is. I'm just saying for everybody. Oh, okay. I didn't know. He was known for his gray eyes and big ears, which... I don't know. They kind of just stuck out. I don't know if they were big, but... Well, that's who they think they were talking about. All right. Timothy sees potential in Dumbo and comes up with the idea of making him a star and a headliner. He calls him Dumbo the Great. The only problem is that the two of them don't know what he's great at. (laughs) (laughs) But they'll figure it out. Um, Just then, they overhear the ringmaster in his tent coming up with an idea of his own. Ooh. The idea is for the elephants. He's going to... He says 17. There were not 17. There's eight, right? There I don't was know, but there was not seven, 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 eight, seven, eight, seven, and Dumbo made Dumbo. Dumbo well, well, right? Yeah, okay. His idea is that he's going to stack all the elephants on top of each other and construct an enormous pyramid of pachyderms, which the end result is not a pyramid either. But so like a backwards pyramid, kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Fucking dumbass. The yeah. only problem with his plan is that he does not have a climax for his stunt. Um, they, yeah, and just so, just say I know I know that climax doesn't always mean <laughs> orgasm, but just the amount of times they use the word climax, climax, it was like literally so uncomfortable. I'm like, why are you just just stop using this word? <laughs> well, without an idea, he retires to bed for the night and hopes that it'll come to him in his dreams. Uh, Timothy tells I do Dumbo. That sometimes too. <laughs> Timothy tells Dumbo that he will be the climax. And sneaks into the ringmaster's tent himself. <laughs> Michael's laughing. Are we going to use this word a lot in this podcast? I got it too? written down a good amount. So. Oh, <laughs> As the ringmaster sleeps, uh, Timothy climbs up to his ear and pretends to be the voice of his subconscious and inspiration. He goes over the pyramid of pachyderms plan again, um, but this time he reveals to the ringmaster that Dumbo is the climax to his plan. He continues to whisper Dumbo's name into his ear before he Dumbo. finally wakes up. Dumbo. Dumbo. He wakes up from his dream and declares that he has his climax. He has a climax. He's climax! <laughs> Yay. Wet dreams. My, that, yeah. That's Nicole in my day. <laughs> the next day, the elephants are gathered before the circus crowd as the ringmaster explains what they're about to see very long-windedly. Um, the elephant matriarch is the first to get into position. And now, it kind of feels like they didn't practice this. No. No, it feels like the ringmaster told them what they were going to do like five seconds before they yeah. went <laughs> Um, she gets into position first, balancing herself on the, on a ball. It's kind of like what you, the logo for like Ringling Brothers, like the elephant on Mm -hmm. the ball. Yeah. Um, she's in the center of the stage. Another elephant then climbs on top of her. And they all just like are making mean comments to one another about how the other one's fat. Right. You know, all this shit. Gain a little bit of weight, have you? Yeah. And I was like, damn, you, you an elephant, but all right. All right. Uh, this is also where, uh, the color of the elephant's outfit, like, just constantly changes. Like, mid-frame, it'll just be, like, yellow-blue, and I'm like... There's one shot where one of the elephants is wearing blue, she falls out of frame, and when it pans down to her again, she's in red now. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, consistency match. Eventually, they all manage to create, uh, the pyramid. It's not really a pyramid, though. It's one on the bottom, three on top of that one, two on top of that, and then one at the top. It's a weird cheer squad situation. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's like a diamond more than anything, really. Yeah. 
We also see uh, Dumbo practicing backstage, and it's clear that his ears are getting in the way. Um, Timothy comes up with the idea of tying his ears together over his head, and now it's time for Dumbo to perform the climax of the stunt. <laughs> the plan is that he's going to get a running start, jump on a springboard, go flying in the air, and land on top of the pyramid and wave his flag. Instead, <laughs> what ends up happening is Dumbo gets a running start, his ears become untied, he trips over them again, stumbles over the springboard, and crashes <laughs> into the base of the elephants, causing all the elephants to lose their balance. I was like, good. I couldn't wait for them to fall. Yeah. I was like, I hope you'll break your stupid you know what's legs. Really, you know what I find really <laughs> funny? Dumbo, when he tried to do it, he tripped, obviously. But then when the ball starts rolling and shit, he's able to run full speed. Yeah, the elephants are trying to <clears throat> keep their balance um, as the audience screams in horror. Um, they're spiraling, spiraling out of control, running rampant. Um, the elephant matriarch even screams to Dumbo as she's trying to save the pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember what she said? No. She goes, out of my way, you assassin. Yes! <laughs> Out of my way, you assassin. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, what? Baby. I know. Like, why? And he's just like, I'm just trying to live my life, man. I don't know. Yeah. You put, you all put way too much trust in me. That's your problem, not mine. Right. Like, I'm 10 just days a baby. old. I'm still yeah. learning to walk and shit. Come on. I can't even speak. Aw, poor all, Dumbo. Ultimately, the elephants go flying through the air, tearing down the poles on the circus tent, destroying it all as the crowd Amazing disperses. no one died, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they yeah. all run away. They all, and there was no stampedes or anything yeah. with all those people. That was and impressive. To close out the scene from the wreckage, Dumbo waves his white flag yeah. to surrender. Poor baby. It was so... And it breaks. It broke yeah. with the D on it. Yeah. Like, if there's like a patch of tent that's like patched over like a hole, and you just see his little flag pop out, and he's waving it, and it's just... Breaks. Yeah. It's just so pathetic. <laughs> oh. That night, uh, the elephants are all bandaged up, tending to their wounds. Fucking um, losers. They all gossip about Dumbo some more. One of the elephant elephants gossips about how the circus has taken care of Dumbo, and they need not to worry about him anymore. Dumbo has been made into a clown, oh, and now oh, we'll be part baby. of their act. He was so cute as a clown, though. Yeah, he was. He was probably so scared up there with all that fire. I know. The elephants remark on the shame that Dumbo has brought upon them and take the solemn vow, from now on, he is no longer an elephant. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, you can just decide that, like, someone who's an elephant is not an elephant anymore. Yep. Riddle me that. He's a clown. He's a clown. No. He's an elephant dressed as a clown! <laughs> he's still an elephant! He's a baby elephant He is who he is! The next night, we see Dumbo's new role. Uh, he's painted up in clown makeup, wearing a baby's bonnet, and has a rattle. He's at, he's at the top of a burning building. Alex just can't handle this whole situation. Now it's through a lot today. <laughs> the emotional roller coaster oh, yeah, is intense. Really. Oh, I feel so bad. Go he, on. He's at the top of a burning building as one of the clowns dressed as a mama elephant calls out for help. Which, help! My baby! My baby! They couldn't just get Mrs. Jumbo in there. Like... She's not doing anything. Like, um, oh, just then, a fire truck filled with firefighter clowns drives in for the rescue, and they're, they're clowns. So they make fools of themselves, trying to put out the fire to no avail. With the fire growing, now comes in the big finale. Four clowns hold the trampoline at the bottom for Dumbo to jump out the window to his safety. He's afraid to do so, so one of the clowns Shocking. whacks him on the ass and sends him falling to the ground below. What the hell was that? He just literally was like, whop! <laughs> like, did they keep him in there because they knew the poor little baby elephant was going to be too scared? Yes. 
It's a mean. Show. It's a show. It's fucked up. We forgot it's to mention animal. to get to get Dumbo to do the the climax in the last one. <laughs> to, climax. To, to, Timothy did poke him in the butt with a pin. Yeah, that's true. Right. Going, yeah. All the butt stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dumbo goes falling to the ground, um, and he ends up going through the trampoline into a pool of. Uh, Whipped cream. I'm not yeah, really sure what this was. Something white. Well, that was the climax. <laughs> climax. Yes. Yep. And as the crowd mm. cheers, yeah, like uh, no wonder he was scared to jump on the trampoline. <laughs> he ripped right through it. Big tubby baby butt. Just. Whoosh. <laughs> the crowd cheers as the clowns smile and point at a depressed Dumbo with his rattle. And afterwards, the clowns all celebrate their success. Um, and so they, they pour champagne for themselves. And they want to raise. Yeah. Damn it, they're getting that oh. raise. Well, they want to raise they... because they decided, hey, instead let's of 20 have... feet, no, a thousand was... feet! That yeah. was after. No, that was then. It was, no, she's right, it was after. It was right there, though. Mm-mm. No, there's a song in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At first, they were making it like, they were like, to Dumbo! They he... toast to Dumbo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. Timothy even says. Like, yeah, look, like, come on, they're toasting to you. It's, uh, it's not cheering him up, though. So Timothy tells Dumbo that they're going to see oh, his mother, yeah. which does cheer him up. Is this where there's the song where they show yes. you all, this is the baby? Uh, yeah, so they, they, they go to Mrs. Jumbo's cart. Um, mm. Dumbo puts his uh, trunk in through the window. Mrs. Jumbo's still chained up. And all, she can't even reach it. All that she can reach is her trunk out the window and... The next song She's starts. Like feeling Baby around mine. his little face with a trunk. <laughs> I think it's fair to say this might be one of the saddest songs Disney has ever it done. It is sad. This might be one of the saddest scenes that Disney the has ever done. The whole thing is just hard. Like even to this day, I still think it's. I remember the first time I watched it with you, and you were just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I was crying. I was like, "Holy shit!" Mrs. Jumbo sings to her baby boy. Baby mine, don't you cry. Baby mine, dry your eyes, rest your head, close to your my heart, never depart. Thank you. <laughs> she then picks. I can't. She then picks up Dumbo. Uh, this is a very famous scene that we've seen. Uh, she she caresses him in her trunk, and swings him back and That's forth lovingly. <laughs> you swing her back and forth in your trunk. Why my favorite pair of like animals is the hippos. Yeah, they show yeah. a bunch of animals with their babies too. That's going my to sleep favorite. That's yeah. my favorite because it's just the bubbles and it's like. <laughs> it reminds me of like those children's books where it's like. Good night, the- moon. No, it's like, it's a newer one where like, it's like a parent and it's like, I love you. Like, I don't know. And it like says it like a bunch of times. And then it reminds me of the... Oh, the Samuel... Go, what? The Samuel Jackson one? Go the fuck to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It just, it just reminds me of that. Well, the song concludes with Mrs. Jumbo putting Dumbo back down and him and Timothy walk off and the two wave at each other to end the night. And just like that, a song is created for mothers and their newborns for decades and decades and decades. If you play that, <laughs> when and if we have children, I swear to God, I will fucking murder you. And no one will see you. <laughs> and, and, and no one will see you like they don't see Mr. Jumbo. Okay? <laughs> I find it uh, cute that he always grabs Timothy's tail, too. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. such a loving a scene. baby. Anyway, back to the clowns. <laughs> <laughs> what a drastic change this yeah, was. Yeah, right? They were like, all right, enough being sad. The clowns continue to drink together and reminisce about the night. Um, one of them gets the idea to raise the platform higher for Dumbo to jump out. They even get as high as like a thousand feet in the air. Oh, yeah. And all the clowns love this. They decide to go tell the boss and march <laughs> off singing our next song. It's only like 30 seconds long. The clown song, a.k.a. We're going to hit the boss for a raise. <laughs> There's some importance here, though. 
Now, if you recall... Does that mean that they're slaves, too? No. Oh. Um, the year is 1941, and during this time, there's a certain animator strike going on with Disney. Oh, yeah. Apparently, this was meant to be a dig at the animators who walked out and are striking, some oh. of them even being caricatures as clowns. Some of the, I guess, Disney wanted to characterize it as, you know, the strike is them hitting the boss for a raise as well. Oh, please. So, just a little, I don't know if it's playful shot at them. But Everybody it's... deserves... A raise. A raise. Everybody deserves fair living wages. That's what it was meant to be in reference Even to. clowns. And by the way, the other thing I found out from Bailey's uh, thing was that clown school apparently is, like, way more exclusive than, like, top tier, like universities interesting like i think it's got like I, th I could be wrong but i think she said like a two to three percent acceptance rate. oh my god i was like what the fuck like it's really hard to be a clown Did one of the clowns when he was taking off his mask like a goofy mask <clears throat> oh i didn't catch that what i chat like in the shadows it looked like he was taking off the mask to look at a goofy mask oh. but down and then his face changed because it was a mask oh wow what's he doing he's attacking he's that ball playing. thing oh what I did catch is that um, the voices that they use for the clowns just kind of change willy-nilly, like assigned to different people. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like in that, but there's no continuity there. When the clowns leave, one of them accidentally bumps a table, which causes a bottle of champagne to fall off and into a bucket of water outside the tent. <laughs> Perfect timing for Timothy and Dumbo to come walking by. They'll Dum be thirsty. Yeah, <laughs> Dumbo has the hiccups from crying so much, so Timothy gives him a drink from the bucket to fix it. Unknowing to them, the bucket is filled with alcohol. Okay, but the one thing... I'm sorry. Go ahead. It, Dumbo drinks with it. They don't drink with their trunks. Uh -uh. <laughs> Just saying. I'm pretty sure when Timothy offered him a peanut before, he sucked it up through his nose. Yeah, like, you know, they don't do that, but all right. They and have they shot out the shell with his yeah. nose. Like, they do have mouths. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, Dumbo's instantly drunk off the water. Uh, Timothy falls into the water himself, and when he emerges, he too is drunk. <laughs> Um, this I need some of that. Yeah, right. Sure. right? And I was like, Michael, do you feel like they're having a fever dream? <laughs> he was like, it looks like they're tripping on acid. It, <laughs> it looks like a fucking acid trip. <laughs> it did. Yeah, it brings about the next song, which is Pink Elephants on Parade. That's so it's scary. so creepy. It's so See, that's scary. funny because so many people people are split. Like yeah. some people find it creepy and others don't. I didn't. It's a song consisting oh, yeah. of hallucinations and psychedelic visions from the two. Um, by the way, the, the term comes the the name of the song. The term it comes from the term seeing pink elephants, which means being drunk. It's an old term. Mm, okay. Well, also I figured out. I think I know why it's creepy to some people. Because the elephants in the hallucination don't have eyes. Yeah, they have like they black eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's why people find it creepy. Uh, we all, we see all sorts of wild visions, like the pink elephants marching around and frolicking. Um, their features are exaggerated and constantly changing. They kind of remind me of like the heffalumps. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. You stole my line. Oh, well, you didn't say it. You had plenty of time. I said it when we watched it. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it again. Screw you. You wrote it down, which means you stole it. You didn't give me credit. I gave you plenty of time. Look at all this time I got it here for Pink Elephants. Really happy lumps. Damn it, Jen. You really did this time. <laughs> you did. First lunch. <laughs> Alex is always sticking up for Dan. She's I know, so I nice to it. Dan. Thank you. She's always like, leave Dan alone. <laughs> Come on. And I'm always like, fuck you, Dan. Come on, Dan. Great Stop sandwich it. with just cheese and peppers on it. What the hell? I thought it was weird you wanted peppers. a sandwich with cheese and peppers. <laughs> I was like, this girl just wants cheese and peppers. That's weird, all right. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know what you vegans do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cheese. Cheese. Okay. Yeah, um, let's see. Uh, we see the pink elephants as pyramids, camels, snakes, and ghosts. 
Um, there are even ballroom dancers at one point. The hallucinations come to an end when they all crash into each other, floating back down into the sunrising sky and turn into clouds. It's the next morning. Um, I, I do like this scene because I feel like it's, I mean, it's not really saying much, but it's like the most artistic scene yeah. of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely different. It, it kind of reminds me of like something you'd see in like Fantasia. Yeah. When they had like the abstract sounds yeah. and yeah. like, yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm like you. You both said it's kind of like freaky. I don't. It's I didn't find it kind of long too. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot longer than I remembered. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's all that freaky. It's a little surreal and maybe. Yeah, I just like... felt like it wasn't. It didn't add up with like there being alcohol in the water. Like. It seemed like it was an acid trip. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm like, I've been drunk several times and I've never seen pink <laughs> elephants. Several times. All right. <laughs> not once, not twice, but several. several. So is it As a notable drunk. Trips? I've never had an acid trip. Okay. <laughs> Do you want all to? good trips. <laughs> Michael, started, just Disney trips. <laughs> Michael started that conversation as a notable drunk. Right. <laughs> as a notable drunk. But not um, acid user. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what would happen if a baby had alcohol. I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Or if a mouse. Or a mouse and an elephant. Has but I could, I could see this freaking out, kids. Yeah. Like I they're guess. just watching Dumbo, and all of a sudden there's like these morphing elephants. Yeah, looking like at the screen and all that. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. As we said, the next morning it is sunrise, and we pan in on a tree high in the sky. And within the tree, we meet the crows. The, the crows. Jim. All right, we, Jim. Jimmy, Jim, Jim. We meet Jim. Jim and the gang. Uh, we don't need to go into too much about the crows. We talked about them a good amount earlier, but um, they're they're presented in a less than favorable way. I think is fair to say. In a stereotypical way. Yes. Um, yeah. The crows have found Dumbo and Timothy pass out in the tree, and they're the, like, "What the fuck? The main, How'd they get in the tree?" Yeah. The main crow Jim wakes them up to see what they're doing all the way up in the tree. Uh, the two of them realize how high up they are, and they freak out, and they fall all the way to the ground, hitting branches on their way, much Ouch. to the crow's amusement. Um, as the two... I would laugh. Le- <laughs> as long as they lived. I mean, they were I'm alive, just, so. Yeah, I'm just hey, being honest. baby falls out of a tree, I'm laughing. You know, that's a funny <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you guys are fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> as the two leave with their tail between their legs, uh, Timothy tries to figure out how they even got up in the tree. Jim jokingly suggests that maybe they flew up in the tree, which Timothy thinks is the actual answer. He excitedly proclaims to Dumbo. Well, that what he, is the answer? He tells Dumbo he flew, and his ears are the perfect wings and labels him Dumbo, the ninth wonder of the universe and the world's only flying elephant. The crows think this is even funnier now, and we get our next song, which is When I See an Elephant Fly. Um, but for some reason, I just wanted to keep singing that song from Peter Pan. You can fly, you can fly. Me too. I would have uh, taken that here instead. Y'all, I like, I like the song. I like well, the song too. Yeah. They list all the things that they have seen that are ridiculous, um, but they have seen everything when they see an elephant fly, and that is my incredibly polite and censored way of describing this song. <laughs> um, Timothy is now mad at their mockery. He tells the crows that they ought to be ashamed of themselves picking on the poor orphan Dumbo. Yeah. He asks them... <laughs> Put themselves in his shoes, being in this cold, cruel, heartless world, um, just because he looks different than anybody As else. As if they have no experience with that, yeah. but anyway. The crows are moved. Is that distracting? Should I take moved. it away from him? Oh, you can if you want it. I think it's, it's going to be mess up the I, audio. I might be able to hear it. I don't know. 
That Malachi. noise that you've been hearing is uh, one of Hillary's cats just rattling a ball around. <laughs> Chasing Malachi. it. They, he I'm took so it sorry. out of the toy. Right. He, yeah. he ripped it out again. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, one of those he things. He took it out. Yeah, he always tries to take the toy out of the oh. ball. He's like, why'd you take it away, Mom? Like, damn it. Oh, Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what, bitch? He's literally like, it was nice. just so cute the way he came out with it in his mouth. He's like, I did it. I will it. not be censored. <laughs> I did it. I will be heard. What are you doing? Timothy, mad at their mockery, he tells the crows that they ought to be ashamed of themselves picking up the poor orphan Dumbo. Um, he asks them to put themselves in his shoes in this cold, cruel, heartless world. Um, the crows are moved and touched by Timothy's words, and they want to make it up to him. Jim has a key to help Dumbo fly and offers him one of their feathers and labels it the magic feather. Timothy eagerly offers it to Dumbo, pro uh, proclaiming that he can now fly. So I just want, I don't know if this happened with any of you guys, but like, I haven't watched this movie in years. And in my memory, this feather is a white feather. Yes, me too. I, so it I, is not white. Yeah, I, but that's because in the new one. Yeah. Bingo. Sorry. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. I, I didn't write that down. I'm saying yeah. that's yeah. what I Well, I saw that after and I was like, huh, but I don't know why. I feel like when I think about it, I just don't think of it as a black feather, even though, like, why would they what have a white feather? Would it be? Yeah, like, why would they yeah. have a white feather? Like, they were with crows, you know what I mean? Well, they're going to test out this uh, magic feather, and they're going to test out Dumbo's flying as he starts flapping his ears on, like, a cliffside to take off. That's a perfect place to start. Yeah. You'll just fall yeah. off the cliff and die. Just shove, yeah. Yep. Uh, this causes a lot of dust to kick up, shielding our view from what's going on. But when the dust settles, we see that Dumbo has succeeded in flying. Yay! He, <laughs> he and Timothy are now sailing in the air over the terrain with the crows uh, flying over the land. And they're like, I have never seen that before. Mm. I've seen everything. Mm. The next night at the circus, as a crowd has gathered inside the tent, the clowns and Dumbo are performing their burning building act again. This time with Dumbo even higher up all the way to the ceiling. Thousand feet! <laughs> Timothy is up there with him and the magic feather. Dumbo takes off and jumps down, but as they're falling to the ground, Dumbo loses grip of the magic feather and it floats away. Oh, oh no, it floats off into the wind. For fuck's sake. The two oh, panic. They can't catch a break, these two. <laughs> Mid-falling, the two panic as they fall closer and closer to the ground. Timothy pleads with Dumbo to fly. The feather was just a gag. He had the ability to fly all along. Dumbo opens up his ears and rescues the two as instead of falling to the ground, they soar through the air and successfully it fly was really around close the circus. Too. It was one of those like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The crowd cheers the magnificent flying elephant as he performs tricks in the air, embarrassing the clowns and the ringmaster on his way. Yeah. He even grabs a bunch of peanuts in his trunk, and he, like, machine guns them at the elephants, <laughs> who have turned their backs on him. <laughs> Dumbo has made history. We see numerous amounts of uh, newspapers putting out the story of the amazing elephant that can fly. should also be noted that the, uh, the date on the newspaper is 1941, which makes this the first Disney film to be set in the current year that it's released. Uh -huh. Dumbo's ears are insured for $1 million. Oh, yeah, I laughed right. at that. <laughs> he has also set the altitude record. Yeah. Timothy has signed a Hollywood contract. He's his manager yeah. now. And great news, the U.S. military has now uh, dumb bombers. So, <laughs> right. another victory for USA. Some propaganda there. <laughs> USA. Oh, 
We then conclude the film with Casey Jr. making its way onto the next city as the elephants now happily look on at Dumbo. Uh, now they're his fans. Now yeah. they love him. They're riding that uh, success, that gravy train. Yep. Mm-hmm. The caboose of the train is Dumbo's own private stylish cart. We see Mrs. Jumbo has now yeah. been freed. Which, I thought that she died. Mrs. Jumbo no. does not die. I know, like, it's hard to believe away. that a Disney movie, the mom does not die, but, like, but she does not die. I know she got like, taken away, but like I thought that they like shipped her away. Uh, no. Do they do in the new one? They do, but... The new one, I st- that's not why I thought that. I just always thought that they, like, shipped her off never to be seen again. Hmm. Well, Mrs. Jumbo's here. She's sitting in the back of the train, happily watching her son fly in the air, following along with all the crows. Ready to party. And yeah. the movie concludes with a reprise of When I See an Elephant Fly, as they have now seen everything, because they've seen an elephant fly. Uh, the crows wave goodbye to Dumbo as Casey Jr. sets off into the sunset, onto the next town. And Dumbo's hugging his mama. Closing out the film. The end. <sighs> Do you think Timothy just, like, was Dumbo's friend just to get the... No, I think he was... Because just, I feel he's dressed as a ringleader. You know, and he yeah. always pushed... He never pushed to help the mother. He always just pushed his career. Yeah, he started out saying that we'll free your mom, but then it quickly turns into, like, his I'm trying career. to find how I can right. make Dumbo a popular i i see what you're saying i think well yeah but i think that ultimately he really felt like I, there is nothing i can do for this mother like you know what i mean i think he just wanted to get dumbo i think like, he was alone too so he yeah. related as well because he did so, yeah. cry a little yeah. too like he showed tears yeah, yeah. i don't think yeah. he was like be, being like uh selfish or anything i think he like just using dumbo yeah i think he just like knew like there really isn't anything we can do for for mrs jumbo so i i'll do what i can for dumbo yeah like, mm. let's try and make the best out of the situation yeah all right so, so Anyone got closing thoughts, or do you want me to just go over the way I got it? Oh, we loved it. It was so sad, but it has a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah, I... I love Dumbo. And I love you, Cleo. If you're listening to this, <laughs> you're the Dumbo to my Mrs. Jumbo. Aww. Aww. So Michael's no one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mr. Jumbo. <laughs> Non-existent. Michael. <laughs> me and Cleo have our own thing. Sorry, Aww. Kelly. Aww. But we love you. I it's like... just different. So I'm more of like a, the, the Timothy. Yeah. Mm. I love the movie. I think it's so cute. Um... But it's like weird because, <laughs> but it's weird because I don't remember. Like he only flies for the last like ten minutes. Yeah, and I think we mentioned that earlier. But I'm just I just was watching it and I'm like, wow. I know. There's yeah. like yeah, I remembered it being like more centered around that for longer yeah. than it was. Yeah, like that was kind of the ending. Yeah, yeah I re- I really like the movie. Um, I I it's almost a shame. It's a shame that it's kind of paired with um stuff like the crows. Which has like really brought the movie down because as a result of that stuff, Disney's kind of like distanced himself from the whole movie as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like you still find Dumbo in the parks and stuff like that, but like as far as like seeing the movie on TV, I, I don't I don't even know if I've ever seen the movie on like regular television. Yeah. I, I don't think they would even touch that. But as a result, like I think that a lot of people maybe today probably haven't seen Dumbo because a lot of people watch them freeform, maybe see whatever it is mm-hmm. where they're playing it a lot. And it's just not on there for obvious reasons. Um, I think the character Dumbo is a very gravitating character. I think it's very easy to root for him. Yeah, even with no lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, That's he's, so true. he's just an adorable baby. Mm-hmm. Dropped into he dropped into a situation yeah. he had no control of. You know, he didn't choose to have big ears. He didn't choose to be part of the circus life. But he overcomes all mm-hmm. of it, and you know, turns into a success. I feel like it's also really easy to like. I don't know. 
empathize with the mom and sympathize. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's not like you see the mom and you're like, oh my God, she's a beast. You're like, oh my God, why are they locking her up? Like, yeah. they were messing with her baby. Yeah. yeah. You know? Downside, I would say, um, I, I know for us watching it, 63 minutes is like a breeze and it's so easy to get through. And like, maybe that's not a downside to you listening. Like, maybe it's just something that you can get through real quickly. But I actually think in the context of this movie, they probably could have benefited from a little more time because it just feels so bing, bang, boom, move on to the next. Like nothing really is given time to breathe. And like from the moment that he flies to the end of the film, it's like, I don't even know if it's 10 minutes. He flew twice. Yeah. I think it was like seven. Right. So like from like the big moment to happen, I feel like that's just a lot. Mm -hmm. And And I feel like there's a lot of gaps. Like we could have seen a lot more. Like they could have added in how... Dumbo and Timothy got into the tree. Like, that could have been, like, another 10 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of thinking, I thought you were right about his mom, too. What? Like, they were taking I her away, and that away. he flew and helped her. That's I why I swore I remembered that, too, when, when she said that. When it was over, I wanted to be like, did they edit this version? And, like, re- like is right. this, like, a newer... Did you look it up? Because no, I thought, I thought, the, like I thought she was being you. taken away, and then they found out he flew, so they kept... The only edits yeah. I've seen them do to Dumbo over the years is that because it was made kind of cheaply, um, there's a lot of continuity errors throughout the film. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, colors. And colors, stuff. and they didn't even get all of them, obviously, but, like, there's some scenes where, like, there's, like, a head, and for, like, a split second, it's not even on a body. Well, yeah, that was Dumbo's head yeah. when it was, like, wrapped around Mrs. Jumbo's trunk. Like, so, it was just his head. Over and the I was ye- like, oh, okay. Over the years, like, for the Blu-ray version, they've gone back and they fixed a lot of that stuff and cleaned it up, but as oh. far as, like, editing out scenes... Yeah, like, and changing. They haven't done any of that. This yeah. is how it was presented... Mm-hmm. In the original format and how it's still airs to this day. You know what that's called? The Mandela effect. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, overall, I would say I I, I, I like it a lot. I definitely recommend it. I actually had forgotten how much I like Dumbo. Yeah. Like, I don't really think about it all that good, much. Good watch. Yeah. And uh, I, if you haven't seen it, I think it's important to yeah, see. It's an, it's yeah, it's a good one to watch. It has Hillary Snuggles Malachi. <laughs> yeah. This one's up there with Pinocchio. This yeah. and Pinocchio are so far the two my two favorites that we've seen so yeah. far. What's next? Well, that's it for Dumbo. Um, thanks for listening to the We Watch Disney podcast. Next time, no shorts. Yeah. No shorts again. Uh, yeah, we, we, we. Do you know what's next? Shorts. You look like Is you want to say something. Very good, Michael. Oh, we could have guessed that. Next year, the hits keep coming. It's the 1940... Yeah, we're in the year 1942. But this time, the mom actually died. No spoilers, Jesus. Gosh. I'm sorry. Next time... Hunting season. It's the 1942 animated classic, Bambi. So I've watched Bambi so many times in my life, it's not even funny. Victoria might just take over this one. I haven't watched it in a long time. (laughs) So that and Fantasia, my grandpa used to throw them on the TV, and I used to just sit there and watch them whenever he watched me. And he would fall asleep, and I'd be sitting there watching Bambi's mom get shot. We already spoiled that, so it's okay. That's okay. (laughs) But yeah, that's next time. Uh, Be sure to follow on Twitter at WeWatchDisney. Spread the word and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. We're on there, too. Um, Oh, and this podcast is now on YouTube. Oh, yeah. A little condensed versions. Uh, so you can just head on over to YouTube.com slash at We Watch Disney Podcast. YouTube just made it very easy. You can't easy. see us. You can't see us, though. You can hear no. us. You yeah. can hear us. <laughs> YouTube just made it very easy to like get a customizable URL. Hmm. So like this one, it was no problem. We Watch Disney Podcast. But I still cannot get We Went to Disney what for us. Because so somebody's sorry. got it. Those I days. can do We Went to Disney underscore. I can do... We went to Disney with underscores all in between. I could do We Went to Disney Official. 
can do all these things, but I can't just... Maybe I, do the official one. I, like I that. might do that. Yeah, yeah. that sounds yeah. so... Yeah, official. Yeah. Okay. It sounds official. It sounds like, so official. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's better like than it. the name. But I can't do it at the Disney. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. But anyway, head over there. You'll find basically a condensed version of each episode. So yeah, Maybe check it out. should film the podcast. I know. That would be, be so cool. I think... Don't you see that on TikTok sometimes? Yeah. Like people like... If posting saw, snippets of what be... I look like right now. <laughs> Why wow, you look, good I, you look better than me? T-shirt. I, I have leftover makeup from last night on. You wouldn't know that. <laughs> I have not showered. Yeah, <laughs> I was we, in the city. I brought over Sweating. a microphone for Hillary. To, if we're gonna start doing remote, mm-hmm. it would be easier to do. Uh, what do you call it? Video. If everybody's remote, oh. Record, doing five people. Like mm-hmm. on camera, we would just need like sure, a you would need like you need, multiple different yeah, but you need like one here, like mm-hmm. even if you to make it simple, one on two of them, one on two of them, one here, whatever. Or we, we would just have three. to sit That's in a like work. a straight line. We have three yeah. GoPros. <laughs> yeah, we do have three GoPros. Well, you just really want me to edit something. <laughs> <laughs> you do a great job. You know, I'll, work. I'll oh. never get to hang out with him. <laughs> uh, if well, you really want to see us. Where can they go? They can very good. What a segue! Very good. <laughs> they can go to YouTube and check out. We went to Disney. We go to Disney World and blog about it. Food reviews, resort tours, ride video, all that good stuff. We're fresh off a uh, October trip. Yes. For Alex's birthday, where we did the Halloween party and the food and wine festival. You have to give Dan the chance to do my Riviera stuff. You got time. Please, so then bring over your table. Damn it! Just a new table. <laughs> You'll be nice. Yeah, how dare you? Sorry, did, you did you name, name it? it? I didn't name it. Woody. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Malachi's like, fuck this shit. You Y'all like, are loud. Malachi's like, I want to get down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I've blabbered on enough. Uh, that's going to do it for us here, so it's a goodbye from... Toya. Alex. Kelly. Kills Malachi. Woody. Woody? <laughs> the table? The table. Awesome! <laughs> Dan? And Dan, and of course. Thanks for listening to our web talk. 